Hello and welcome to Jump Cuts, a podcast about movies. My name is Charlie and I am joined by my co-host Will. Hello. And Park. Hello. This week we watched Walker, a movie that I don't think I could introduce properly if I tried, so I'm just going <laughs> to let Will take this one away. Okay, so <laughs> Walker, uh, first of all, I'd like to say that I found it at uh, Videodrome. I, I didn't have any trouble <laughs> getting it. Turns out no one else is trying to rent this movie, <laughs> so I appreciate all of our listeners not sniping me <laughs> taking this movie from us. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, so Walker is a, uh, movie about, uh, about, it's about history, you know, it's a historical drama, yep. uh, that covers the, uh, the life or at least the military life of a man named William Walker, uh, who, uh, was a member of the, uh, United States armed forces in the, uh, 1800s and uh took it upon himself to uh liberate the people of nicaragua from uh whoever was in charge at the time (laughs) (laughs) he isn't entirely sure we never see who that is uh not super important to the movie uh they're just referred to as the conservatives most of the time yeah and there was uh, we can get into it uh, some about I, I looked out some stuff about like what exactly was going on in the country, uh, both when this movie was filmed and when it, when when it was set. But the movie uh, doesn't get too far into the uh, political groups that are there at the time, right? Yeah. Um, and this movie <laughs> is uh, was filmed uh, on location, well, sort of, or at least it was at least filmed uh, a large part in nicaragua during the uh the war between the uh contras and the sandinistas uh so it sort of is uh making some not so subtle (laughs) parallels between uh the time period that william walker was alive in and uh what is happening literally as the movie is being (laughs) filmed um and uh, there's an important twist to the whole story. I'm sure uh, maybe the start of this, if you're not a big history nerd, this might sound sort of dry to you. But uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's a comedy. <laughs> it's, this, this movie is, uh, it's like a biography of William Walker, but it is entirely from start to finish making fun of this man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is taking like an extremely like critical look at him as a character uh and combining uh like good humor political satire and like real history uh with some uh really weird filmmaking choices <laughs> uh uh such choices uh that went on to uh, basically ruin the career of the director <laughs> he, this movie bombed hard reviewed terribly and the director never had a major <laughs> motion picture uh again he uh uh he had previously done i think the uh, repo man uh and apparently he's involved with oh he's in mad god He's the last man in Mad oh, God. Yeah. So like, he went on to act in an, another favorite of mine. Uh, 
for some reason, this movie didn't play super well to American audiences. <laughs> I 80s. wonder why. <laughs> so uh, we were lucky enough to get to have everyone watch it at, at our place. Uh, we went, uh, had a couple drinks, came back home, watched Walker together, and got that uh, sort of group viewing experience. How, how did y'all like it? Did you have a good time? I had a blast. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, I know you said, you know, spoiler, like, it's a comedy, but I want to reiterate that, like, the three of us did not know it was a comedy. We fully (laughs) expected this to be, like, a dry, like, kind of interesting history piece, and boy, did it take us out of left field, like, catch us right out of left field with that. Yeah, none of us were ready. I I kind of intentionally did, like, not much research beyond what, like, tipped me off to it. It it like it just continued to get more and more absurd to the point that like we're in the 1850s and suddenly people are reading Newsweek and Time magazine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a Mercedes goes driving down the road. Like, yeah, yeah I, I I've never seen a movie strike this specific tone in my life. The closest thing I can think of, Will mentioned this, was Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Uh, but it's not quite <laughs> the same. with the ending. Yeah. And also, someone, men- someone mentioned another movie that it felt I, sort I of I said Vampire's to. Kiss. It, like, Vampire's Kiss, yeah. the vibe is similar, which is part of maybe why I like it so much. And also, I saw, uh, in I think this is in like the IMDb trivia or whatever, that uh, originally the director wanted to sort of advertise it when it got its uh like uh release to vhs or whatever uh to like bill it or advertise it as sort of a like blazing saddles type movie like a historical like comedy which i i hadn't thought of uh before i never actually like seen blazing saddles but i've seen like other movies uh by uh i'm forgetting the director's name is totally escaping me mel brooks yeah mel brooks yeah but i could see the mel brooks similarities although i like this better than any mel brooks movie i've seen uh but that's i, I don't I have like a weird personal thing where i don't like <laughs> <laughs> i don't like mel brooks movies but uh that is a weird personal thing <laughs> yeah I don't know. I, i've seen I, i've seen airplane and space balls and i didn't think they were funny but i thought this was hilarious <laughs> have you seen young frankenstein time. I've not, but yeah, there's uh, they do some weird anachronistic stuff near the end of the movie because uh, the whole message and they are uh, pretty ham-fisted with it. They're really beating you over the head with the message that uh, American colonialism has been uh, negatively impacting the people of Nicaragua for uh, uh, centuries now. Yes, uh, <laughs> it. Uh, is you know directly drawing the parallel between uh what william walker is doing and uh the united states funding the contras to fight uh the government that is in place as this movie is being filmed this movie is literally like they had to approve filming with the sandinista government <laughs> and everything there's like they they loaned them a helicopter <laughs> that that soviet helicopter that uh Yep, I think Park pointed out. Uh, You're right. That is literally from the Sandinista Army. It yep. was a day late uh, to uh, shooting because they uh, used it in 
uh, like a real a real fight. <laughs> there was like blood in it, apparently. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, like so, like a a, a uh, an insurgency or a civil war, whatever you want to call it. I, I don't know the exact like terminology for it. Was literally happening as this movie was being shot about a previous civil war that was going on in Nicaragua, where uh, Americans showed up and uh, sort of picked a side and tried to uh, sort of assert their will over <laughs> the country. It was during uh, the time period of like manifest destiny of just like America is going to become a great empire and we must constantly expand. Mm-hmm. Specifically, this was uh, the whole idea was uh, from uh, Mr. Vanderbilt. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, because he wanted to sending, establish a land trade route across Nicaragua. Yeah, and uh, I actually looked up some stuff about like Nicaragua's history at the time, and apparently the uh, a big reason the U.S. was like interested uh, in the country was uh, the California Gold Rush was going on. It started in like the eighteen like twenties or thirties or something, uh, and before this is before. I think before the Panama Canal existed. So uh, the quickest way to California, uh, because people didn't have uh, cars or planes or interstate highways, was to uh, get on a boat, go to Nicaragua, sail like upriver part of the way. Uh, There might be, you might be able to do it all on water, like go up the river and then like through, there's like a lake, uh, Lake Nicaragua. Uh, and kind of come out the other side to the Pacific Ocean. Uh, there might be like land crossings too, not sure. But p- point being, this is a strategic sort of location for America to be interested in. Although I don't think Walker uh, was actually like, he wasn't like sent on this mission by just like the United States military. He no. was doing this kind of on his own <laughs> yeah it was a, because, literally a mercenary hired by cornelius vanderbilt yeah because like, this the, like you said with the the panama canal wasn't around yet the initial objective of the uh various you know oligarchs in the united states government was originally they wanted to build a canal through nicaragua which they mentioned in this movie and take the route yep. you were talking about turn it into a canal that could accept larger ships all the way through and speed up mm. coast to coast shipping. Uh, and instead it ended up being in Panama because the Nicaraguan government would not let them do that. So they, <laughs> you know, did basically <laughs> this same thing, but in Panama, <laughs> that's what happens when you send a, like American attorney down there and he declares himself president. Yeah. The people yeah. don't really like you that much. People yeah. don't take kindly to that. Which I don't uh, think any Americans declared themselves president of Nicaragua, but we did have military forces down there getting that fucking canal built. So. You mean Panama? Is that a, did I say Nicaragua again? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, oh, but no, there was an American who declared himself president of Nicaragua. Yes. Walker. <laughs> he did do that. Not for long. Uh, he lasted a good year, yep. uh, yeah. and then only survived a couple of years after that. But uh, I think I think it is so interesting the fact that this movie was like critically panned at the time. Mm-hmm. Even I read a Roger Ebert review of the movie, and he gave it like no stars or something. And his basic 
the point he was trying to make is that this like the movie wasn't funny like it was trying to be funny and it wasn't and he was annoyed at all the like anachronistic stuff that was going on he felt that that was too like ham-fisted whereas uh for me i thought it was funny the whole time this mm-hmm. movie is hilarious yep and also uh the anachronistic stuff was i mean it's in your face but i i thought it was funny every time because it felt so out of left field yeah um it i don't know it, it worked for me but i could see that like if someone was annoyed by that in this movie i wouldn't be like that shocked or think that they're like not paying attention or something you know it is very like it's like a bold decision <laughs> you know uh it's just one that like felt right for me mm-hmm it's a big comedic swing, but the whole movie kind of is. Uh, and it happened to hit for me. I oh, I don't know. It and I maybe I like it, it was partially the surprise factor, but I was so caught off guard as it continued to make more and more jokes that I was like, <laughs> "What the hell are we watching, man?" But it was I don't know. I had a great time with it. I think that there is some of it is like the surprise factor for us, but also like Roger Ebert's review, what happened right after this film was released, you know, now or almost 40 years later, everything that the U S was doing in Nicaragua at that time is very public. Mm -hmm. You know, we know how absurd everything actually was now, which makes it even funnier. Yeah, because at the time it almost feels like you know Americans knew we were probably doing something in Nicaragua, but at least I would well, hope that they knew. Some of it was blown open by this point, right? Because like you you when, mentioned the uh, the ridiculous tagline of the film. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, right? the tagline the yeah. before Rambo I, I before Oliver knew. North. When was the Oliver North trials? Well, it must have been before this movie because they used his name. His yeah. I think was that was 89. like eighty. Okay, oh, so okay. they knew about Oliver North, but they, uh, he hadn't been tried yet. I yeah. guess I could see yeah. it them taking some time to get around to trying him. Uh, yeah, maybe more of it was like more public knowledge by the later eighties than this movie. But yeah. and it, it does make sense that uh, the Sandinistas would know about the U.S. involvement before you know the average American citizen, right? Yeah, I guess he also uh, yeah he wasn't indicted until 1988 mm-hmm. yeah man what a what a shot called by this movie <laughs> <laughs> or maybe i don't know maybe that's like a poster that was made later i have no idea I, oh maybe I, but i'm curious to look up more about the exact timeline of things yeah but i don't in, in the review i read by ebert it didn't seem like he was coming at it from like a well what does the u.s have to do with <laughs> nicaragua thing he wasn't disputing that he just didn't think it was funny no, but that's uh, what I'm saying. Is like I think it's funnier knowing everything that the U.S. did in Nicaragua. Yeah, and I think I don't know. At, at least for the three of us, I feel like we have a pretty good understanding of like the United States uh, interacting with the rest of the world for its entire existence, right? So like, it watching this movie, we're like, at least once he gets to Nicaragua, every single American character is a joke right Mm -hmm. like all the people who work even some like the people who aren't americans are just like mercenaries from elsewhere that like work with him like they're all they're all being made fun of yeah they're all caricatures they're being made fun of by the movie uh and i i guess i could see that like not sitting well with people maybe they just like don't get it 
like they don't see the humor in how like like overconfident uh like walker is and how like unearned uh even like his like military victories are like the part of the movie where I, I really realized what we were in store for was like the first battle that we see. Not, I mean, it, it opens up with him like losing a battle in Mexico mm-hmm. before he like gets the job uh, to go to Nicaragua. And uh, there's like some funny stuff leading up to that, but they even like, they give him like a, a fiance who like dies of uh, like some yeah some illness uh and like so i think it it felt like they were trying to like characterize him a little bit and like give him some like sob story i was like okay where are we going with this and then (laughs) it turns out like they weren't it wasn't like a sob story they're giving him they're just giving him like like here's how we psycho psychoanalyze this guy Mm -hmm. right it's like he's like clearly not okay about this and he's taking it out on an entire country because <laughs> <laughs> he's like never been successful militarily and like he just lost like a loved one so now he's like doing imperialism about it instead of uh going to therapy which is a thing that definitely existed <laughs> men will literally become president of nicaragua instead of going to therapy back in the 1800s that's what you had to do <laughs> so it had to happen. Well, there's also like we, just the way that he narrates his life too like you get his like mental explanation of what he believes is going on with these battles and then you get to see it happening in real time in front of you and it's two completely different worlds that he lives in yeah um and i remember we were asking when we were watching the film like is this hit like are these actually his writings i cannot find a confirmation about it but he did publish a book called the war in nicaragua which he discusses his efforts to conquer Nicaragua. They literally may have taken all the narration out of that book. It it was so like pitch perfect. I don't even like the Ebert review and like other reviews I read, like were like criticizing the script. And I was like the narration, like, and how like just twisted from reality it is like, it felt perfect to me right like it was funny mm-hmm. every time and it like only escalates as the movie goes and like how different it is from what's like really going on uh and oh before i i, I got off track i wanted to talk about the first like battle that he's in in nicaragua where like mm-hmm. uh he's <laughs> he, he like he's like encouraging his men that they're gonna like do well they're not gonna face any resistance so like this one guy comes up and like uh, he's like the drummer boy of the group and he's like sir i'd really like to <laughs> trade my drum out for a for a gun if possible is this type anytime i see like a, a a painting of a a great battle i there's always the the guy with the drum lying dead at the end of it and i don't want that to be me and he's like son if you listen to my orders no no harm will, will come to you <laughs> and then 
when they get ambushed and he just gets shot like 20 <laughs> times. They just fuck up the drummer boy. They, they use like, they blow their, their entire like squib budget on this <laughs> one guy. He just gets torn apart because their whole plan was just to walk in a straight line through the town in a big group. It's really, it is such a Monty Python joke, too. It's like, it's the oh, yeah. same vibe as, like, the Black Knight getting his, you know, second arm cut off and then fucking kicking Arthur in the yeah. shins. <laughs> like, yeah, what like, is I, this? I don't understand how you could not laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so and the rest of it is, like, hit, like, Walker clearly, like, freaking out, but just, like, like he's like having an episode borderline yeah. and just like walking forward, not shooting anyone or like not stopping to like help like his, his the people like under him are having to like encourage him to like take cover with people and stuff. And it uh, the movie kind of takes off from there for me. Right. Like just the the absurdity of like the Walker character is like sort of is like established there and then after the battle they find out that like the opposing army like all like they all like got cholera <laughs> so they <laughs> either died or had to leave or some shit so like they're all like we won we defeated the enemy <laughs> even though they they shot back and killed no one <laughs> and they just like got sick and died like that was like their big victory in that scene and it's I don't know, the whole movie is like that juxtaposition right of like this like american imperialist confidence compared to like the real world situation that's happening mm-hmm yeah, it's just, uh, he's, like, so thoughtlessly sure that everything he's doing is correct and justified. Yep. And just has no tether to reality at all. It's uh, it's so funny. It's such yeah, an insane character. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, even, the whole movie really is just making fun of him. Because, like, he's, he's, like, weird about sex later on in it. And, mm -hmm. like, he just gets... It, it, they do like a similar arc in his character to like uh, what you'd see in like uh, like Godfather, Scarface, any like big, like crime movie or like mob movie, right? Like Wolf of Wall Street type mm -hmm. guy of like just uh, like spiraling sort of out of control, and just like the the stakes getting like upped until he like can't handle it. And that's, I mean, that's exactly what happens to him, right? Like, he basically throws a tantrum at the end and, like, burns down the whole city that he is supposed to be the president of, <laughs> right? <laughs> then they shoot him on the beach, like, three years later. <laughs> yeah, he, gets, he gets executed by the Honduran military. Oh, yeah, I forgot, like, yeah, he, he ends up in Honduras somehow. Yeah, all the surrounding countries of Nicaragua saw the absolute chaos that was going on was like we need we need to help uh <laughs> <laughs> we, we gotta help out because it is it is interesting at, at the time that he showed up there was like the party that was in control was like uh they're like a conservative government and then there was like uh like a liberal government that was trying to get some americans to come over there and like quote unquote establish democracy uh maybe uh 
what we with what we know now uh, a little misguided of the liberal party to ask the, the u.s <laughs> for a favor especially like a random american mercenary mm-hmm. <laughs> to come help out because he might end up you know taking over your country for a year but they like uh, don't but, ask cornelius vanderbilt to bring you democracy <laughs> <laughs> he, he simply will not do it. It's not that is not what he wants. <laughs> the, he doesn't uh, want it anywhere. No matter would be how, like no asking Jeff it. Bezos to bring you to democracy. <laughs> that, that's literally what he is. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but because of William Walker, though, like that's what kind of brought that part of Central America together. So like Costa Rica, Honduras, El Salvador, Guatemala all kind of created this coalition due to Walker and have like kind of continued it in a sense to this day. It's not as strong as it once was, but in Costa Rica, there is a statue that is a member of each of the five central American nations chasing William Walker away. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) He was, he was like the aliens at the end of, uh, Watchmen, but for <laughs> Central America, <laughs> or I guess Doctor Manhattan, if you've only seen the movie. Yeah, <laughs> but, he really is. <laughs> he was like the existential alien threat that, like, <laughs> got everyone to set aside their differences and <laughs> drive out the White Devil. I guess. <laughs> you know who else I liked in this movie? is the two French guys who may have been the same actor. Uh, there were two French guys? I thought there was just the one. No, because the one at the start, unless I, maybe I missed. Oh, the one at the this. very start who gets shot in Mexico, and then yeah, he gets the one who follows him along and gets his arm fucked up. Yeah, the, the, the French guy at the start gets shot in Mexico, and I'm pretty sure dies, and then a new French guy shows up. And is like, <laughs> I will follow you to the ends of the earth, and then also well, I guess no. He dies on the helicopter. Thing. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah. yeah, he gets his arm shot off by the American soldiers at the helicopter. <laughs> like in like we were talking about the Black Knight from Monty Python. Like literally has the little like squirting blood spouts coming out where they shoot oh, his arm so off. He, yeah, he just keeps getting shot in the arm like constantly. Uh, uh, which uh, also speaking of the French guy he's he has a french accent but is in like distinctly scottish military garb yeah which is weird because there's also like just a scottish guy so there was a scottish guy at the wait. very beginning in mexico and then, also yeah. the prussians who are speaking french the whole time yeah the german <laughs> prussians the very who speak end when one of them starts speaking german <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's all over the place, but it's treated with about the amount of historical accuracy that you'd, or like, accuracy with uh, like languages as you would expect from like anything made in the eighties. <laughs> also, I don't know, maybe there's like an in joke that I'm missing because, like, I don't know, a, a good part of the production with the with of this movie was like done in Nicaragua, and uh, I don't, I don't know, maybe there's some joke I'm missing there, even though. It feels like they just didn't care that much, probably. <laughs> Dear God, though, they uh, the budget for this film was six million dollars, and it only made a quarter million in box office. They needed Brutal. to sell that it was gonna be funny, but or, <laughs> or maybe it was just too. I don't know. It it's hard to say that it was like too subtle exactly because some of the reviews I read were more like 
they seemed like annoyed by the satire or something. I don't know. It I it's very strange. I, I'd like to. It's one of those things where like anyone who criticizes this movie, it's like I would want to like watch their face as they watch certain scenes to be like, yeah. hey, did you get that that part <laughs> when? <laughs> When the, the the little drummer boy fucking exploded, <laughs> <laughs> was that funny to you? <laughs> yeah, I do. Like, I kind of get that the movie never, nobody ever tells a joke. The jokes are entirely in tone, in story, in visual things that are happening, like the little drummer boy getting fucking smoked. Um, yeah. but I, so like, I could see a world where someone who I think is kind of dumb watches this movie and doesn't think it's a joke. And it's just like, what is all this dumb, bad shit and all the stuff that is like, you know, goofy in tone where they're just like, well, that's a weird thing to do in this, this war movie. <laughs> Yeah, but that's they, kind of a stretch. I don't know. I don't know. Like when he got, he's like giving a speech after he like conquers the like their capital city, and someone just like shoots him in the chest like mid speech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was like the bullet is stopped by like like the like some like correspondence with like Vanderbilt or whoever. It's with the uh, the generals of the liberal army. <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's who it is um but yeah it's like so it's so goofy i don't know i struggle to see how you could how you could not interpret that it's like intentionally funny yeah and like all the all the guys who are like on walker's side are just like (laughs) just disgusting it's like the grossest (laughs) like pioneer type Guy so that you could like imagine they all look like they've been like panning for gold for like weeks without, a, without like a bath so <laughs> I, I actually just read something that explains why they all just look like shit and it's because to get into character ed harris led the entire cast on a 10 mile forced march through the nicaraguan countryside Oh my god. Did they just not <laughs> bathe for the rest of filming? I guess not. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> but he just forced them all to march through the countryside. So they all looked gross as hell afterwards, I guess. Incredible. Yeah, and I guess it is it is an odd tone because it isn't like it's it's like clearly a making fun of Walker, right? Like that is who we're like satirizing here. Yep. But it also, like, the the movie as a whole does have, like, a very, like, serious, like, and important point to make. And it's trying to, like, sort of ride that line between, like, comedy and, like, keeping this serious message. And I think this is probably the best way to do it I've seen, right? Where it's, like, you just have your main character, like the guy who's the movie is named after be the butt of the joke for the entire time. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it is, uh, like it's a comedy about this, like pretty like monstrous part of, uh, like American and like Nicaraguan history. Right. Like, uh, uh, Walker did some like truly like horrible things to like Nicaragua while he was there. 
but it feels like it's okay for the movie to joke about that situation because it, it's just make it's just calling Walker a loser. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, like you took over our country for a year, but like it was like basically on accident. You were like weird and, and insecure the whole time. You're not that smart. Like you're, you're kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> no one likes you. <laughs> you're weird about sex. Like it's just like roasting someone who like uh tried to like take over your country and i think that's great and then like tying it into a like real <laughs> like honestly like honestly like just as serious and not more serious like american intervention that's happening at the time because like while walker was just like a mercenary like like the cia is like helping like train and like fund the contras right yep. like mm-hmm. it is uh, like the United States government is uh, involved, involved uh, when this movie is being made, right? And they even they even end the movie with like really just like footage of like dead bodies, just, yeah, like have, victims of the Contras. They have like the clips of Reagan saying like there is no troops on the ground inside of Nicaragua, and these military training exercises in the surrounding countries have nothing to do with Nicaragua. And then they show, I, I looked it up and it's a, it was basically a people leaving a wedding somewhere in Nicaragua who were just gunned down by the Contra. Yeah, it's, uh, and it, it was like while they were filming that it happened, yeah. right? Or like around mm-hmm. the same time. Like it, the movie is very like ham-fisted with its message. Like all all the anachronistic like visual gags that are clearly just trying to like draw a line between what is happening in the movie and what is happening in Nicaragua in the eighties is, I don't know. I feel like you're allowed to be ham fisted when there is a war literally happening as you're filming it. Right. Yeah. It, and especially when like, I don't know a, a lot of, the reviews from like Americans being negative uh, part of me is like, well, maybe they shouldn't like it. I don't know. <laughs> maybe these people, like if they're not on board with this shit, maybe they should be a little offended even. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. If, if your patriotic sensibilities are offended by this movie, then like you're, you've been duped by the, by the man, bro. <laughs> Not to be too much of a hippie about it, but, like, that's just yeah. the fact. It, it is interesting that it's, like, an American director doing this, though, right? Mm-hmm. That it's, like, uh, a, a guy from the perpetrator of all of this violence, like, working with the victims and are, like, the descendants, like, the, the current victims and the descendants of the victims of Walker, right? Like... And then they never let him make another movie again. <laughs> yeah, right. Funny I, how it do like that. It's just, I, I've never seen or heard of anything like this before. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird. There's like an event that happened in the filming of uh, Apocalypse Now where like they were like, they got helicopters from uh, like a war nearby. I forget which government loaned them like some some Hueys to, to film the scene. There's some like famous story about them 
like waiting on these helicopters that like flew in straight from like a a battle in a nearby uh like south asian civil war that was going on uh and this movie all did something very similar right uh, yep. just like using real war machines that were used in a real war <laughs> for their movie uh but in this movie it is a helicopter from the war that they are currently protesting with the film <laughs> it's interesting it really is just like I don't know. I love it when my propaganda movies are correct, more or less, <laughs> in every way. Yeah. <laughs> They're just right. It does, like, it comes at you very hard with the connections in the end. Because that's the thing that, I don't know, I we talked about the anachronistic stuff a lot and how it links to that. And that's what I think is, like, kind of brilliant about it. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, it won't let you miss the point. Because you get to a point where there's just, like, you know soldiers sitting around with like glass bottle cokes and m16s and reading newsweek in time like park was talking about they've got like a you know fake newsweek cover of like what will walker do next (laughs) some stupid shit like that and then yeah at the end they get extracted from the country by the united states state department it's just like it's very clearly being like, hey, this is about now. This is about now. It's not about the 1850s. It's about right now. Yeah. It's uh, also, like, it's sort of about the 1850s because it's been, you know, you can, there's a through line there, yeah. right? It's been the same policy forever. It's a, it's about the straight line it's, between these two moments. But like, yeah, I, yeah. I do love to, that at, at the end of the film, right before the hell, like they leave the church to go to the helicopter or like when the helicopter lands and everything, Walker stands up and like makes a speech to the people of Nicaragua gathered in there and are just like, you may think that America, like that this is the end of America being in Nicaragua, but we will always be here. We will always be involved. We are not leaving. Just like in case you didn't get the point of the movie, we're going to keep fucking shit up down here. (laughs) We're here forever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, if you're going to be that unsubtle, do it in a comedy. (laughs) This is the place for it, man. Because, like, to me, it just came off as, like, absurdist comedy. So, like, the reason I, like, like, the ending is obviously, like, so similar to the ending of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, right? When, like, the cops show up and arrest the knights for, like, murder. (laughs) And it, like, in that movie, it's just a joke, right? A good joke. Like, yep. it's funny it's absurd like they they set it up well uh in this movie it's just as absurd and ridiculous to see like these like american mercenaries get like flown out on a helicopter by like a guy in like fatigues being like all americans are getting out of the country right now <laughs> like you know <laughs> all like extracting and shit it's like and... checking passports and shooting the fridge guy <laughs> Yeah, like, if he finds out you're, like, not American, either leaves you behind or shoots you. (laughs) And, like, but, so it's, like, that, like, same style ending. Like, it's very funny, but also it has, a like, important political message behind it. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. You know? (laughs) Like, like all of the uh, ham-fisted stuff was funny to me and then also had a really like important thing to say which is kind of rare <laughs> for like any comedy really mm-hmm. so i thought it was neat we're we are 
forgetting though one of the best scenes in this entire film that I, I I just came back to me. So we've been talking a lot about kind of like the absurdity of the end. And, you know, as like what, what's fun with this film is that like, as Walker like goes further and further past the point of insanity, you know, the, the lines between the 1850s and the 1980s blur more and more. Um, but kind of in the middle of all of this is when the United States stops supporting Walker. Well, I mean, Vanderbilt stops supporting Walker. Mm-hmm. So he needs to find a new way to get money because they're out of medicine. They're out of food. So he has the solution to all their problems. Slavery. <laughs> yeah. It is an insane lie to put in your movie. I wild <laughs> that really it took the room out when he said that because like Ed it, Harris's <laughs> delivery on that is incorrect <laughs> yeah just straight face dead serious and like earlier in the movie he talks about like uh and I, I thought it was they're gonna end it there of like he is like buddy buddy with pro-slavery types but was like personally uh against slavery because I mean all this was happening like crap i don't know my civil war history anyway slavery was a big question in the united states shortly before the civil war broke out yeah Yeah. right yeah uh and then as he is like losing his grip on nicaragua he uh decides that slavery is the answer that's how they're gonna get out of this (laughs) i don't get how you you don't see this movie is funny like yeah i mean like the joke is crass, but so was like American chattel slavery, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, they're making fun of people who perpetuate stuff like that. So, fair game for yeah. me. The movie is very clearly opposed to the idea. <laughs> That's the whole the thing. Thinks, it's just like, oh, yeah. like this guy is an idiot and he's going to get himself killed with this shit. <laughs> And more importantly, other people killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> other better people killed. Yeah. Should we uh should we compare to men for a moment? And if you have anything you want to say about Judas oh, yeah. and the Black Messiah, you, you can add that in because you uh, rented yeah. several movies. I rented a lot of movies. Uh it's gonna be a problem with me going <laughs> to <laughs> this video store now because I uh, I see stuff and I want to rent it. I'm going to spend all my money on movies now, but <laughs> going broke, <laughs> spending all your money at a video store in 2023 is very funny. It, it I got a funny way to, to become destitute. Wouldn't it? <laughs> it's a great <laughs> bit, <laughs> but cause yeah, we watched, we watched, uh, men. Have you seen men park? No, I have not. We talked about this because you were saying it's like ex machina, but worse. Kind of is. I got this from Charlie. This is Charlie's sort of read on it. Uh, I didn't even make that connection until after we watched it, but I think he's right. I got that read from reviews I read before I watched the movie. So, All right. Well, because <laughs> I didn't realize it was the same director, but it is. Yeah, it's uh, an Alex Garland joint of Ex Machina and Annihilation fame. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it you know, it is what it says on the box, folks. It's a movie about men. And I think the thing that's interesting here is uh, we've used the word ham fisted here several times tonight. uh, And that's what you and I were saying a lot at the end of men and horror is another appropriate genre to be that way Mm -hmm. uh, alongside comedy. Like it, 
largely works it i i liked the movie generally but without spoiling too much uh there's one particular thing it does at the end that just gets drawn out a little too long and I, at a certain point i was like all right i i get it man <laughs> like come on. I understand. you don't have to keep doing this and it was again very uh ham-fisted like the rest of the movie with the whole like men are bad and have created a self-perpetuating cycle of toxic masculinity and it's just like you already made a movie about this bro and it was better than this one <laughs> like, what are you doing yeah you already did Ex Machina and Ex Machina was a little a little more subtle about it, uh, and like yeah, I I liked Men. It was like a good movie, but you're you're now that ever since you brought up Ex Machina to me, and I was like, oh, that was just a better version <laughs> of this movie, wasn't it? You're right. It's yeah. an A twenty four, isn't it? Didn't A twenty four publish it? Uh, they did so, Men. I don't least, know about Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. But, uh, and yeah, men was good, but I think anything like the stuff that's like very like in your face message, right? Like no room for interpretation, uh, did not feel as good in this as it did in Walker to me. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. because I, I don't know in Walker, it felt like they were like, we were all in on the joke together as it was happening. Mm -hmm. And in men, anything that's like, like the message that they're going for and like the way it's delivered is like deadly fucking serious as it should be. It's like a, like they're not trying to be funny. Like it's like a a really like serious topic. It's a horror movie, right? Yeah, Uh I'm not looking for laughs. Uh, and it, uh, the ham-fisted parts of that movie were not as effective to me. I think they hurt the experience yeah. overall. Not, I, not I, like a ton. I'd still, like, I had a good time. Uh, I'd recommend the movie it, to anybody interested in it. Like, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I yeah. love, I think the specific part that Charlie's talking about, I actually liked, funny enough, <laughs> oh, I, the other parts. <laughs> I loved the the visual uh craftsmanship of it shall we say yeah, it just yeah. sort of repeated to a point where like it started to become funny where i was like they're gonna do it again oh my god they did do it they did it a lot and <laughs> it was it a little funny so in the way that times. like it, it was just like it's fu- it was funny in a way that like uh, if a horror movie gets so gross you just start to like lose your mind yeah <laughs> which i i i appreciated i thought it was fun but also in a way where it was like it became like predictable so we were sitting there calling like oh now like it's gonna do it again and this is gonna happen and like that just made it funnier but also (laughs) like not scary at all like the first time it was actually disgusting and kind of scary and then it just kept going it was like okay (laughs) come on buddy (laughs) they're like oh you you thought we were out of money (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna spend this whole bunch oh yeah but yeah, like I, I yeah. saw a lot of like I saw a lot of the ads for it. I saw some reviews for it. I just I haven't gone out of my way to to watch it yet. Yeah, yeah. You um, you probably already mostly know what it's about. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's not good. I think it's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, mean, like, I, I think he's a great director. A24 I think the shot out. composition and the the color stuff is really great. But 
I, I've enjoyed pretty much everything A24 has put out like in the last few years that I've watched. Um, it's always weird as shit, but it's always like it's at least good. Even if it's not like the best thing that director's done, it's at least good. Uh, mini yeah. bangers. I appreciate uh, them. And uh, yeah, I watched. I also rented uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which was, uh, I guess loosely similar to walker in the sense that it's about uh a period in, in history and like a really specific like time and place and people there and it's trying to deliver uh a sort of like uh, moral message that i uh, already agreed with before the movie even started right so there's some similarities there but the way yeah. that they were delivered were uh completely different right like a mm-hmm. uh, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah is uh, deadly fucking serious the whole time, um, mm-hmm. and it is great. It was wonderful. It was like an great incredible movie. movie. You can tell right off the bat, like the acting is just like, like the acting of the script is like perfect. It looks great. It's really like that movie is like something special too. But. Uh, I've seen plenty of just like regular good movies. Walker is 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 a unique beast. <laughs> I have I have never seen anything like Walker. Like we, we tried really making haven't. we tried making comparisons to like Mel Brooks movies, like Monty Python, Vampire's Kiss. Uh, none of those are really even that close to it. No, right? we're just like it's very a, unique. Trying to grasp onto anything. Uh, and maybe we just haven't seen the other movies out there that are like this. I would love to see more of movies like this. I don't know where they are. Uh, if anyone knows, please tell me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Walker is going to, it was uh, unforgettable for me. I, I I loved this movie. It was great. It was great. I mean, even Criterion describes it as a hallucinatory biopic that breaks all cinematic conventions. Like that's yeah. There's no better way to describe it. Yeah. It's like under the category of weird west. Um, it it does like sort of play on some western film iconography and like. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I don't know set design stuff. I mean, like you said, he was heavily inspired by Blazing Saddles. Which is also like a weird West, but in its own mm-hmm. sense of the word. Also a very yeah. funny film. Uh, I, I think I think the filmmaking here, while not as like, I don't know, it, it's not as like, like flashy and like immaculate as like a Judas and the Black Messiah is, right? Like yeah. you're not going to see the same level. There's not even like the opportunity for the performances in that movie. No. Right? Like that you see here, like. Uh, like Ed Harris does like a great job as Walker, right? I think he plays the character perfectly. But like, uh, if you're just sort of like making fun of the guy the whole time, I think there's not as many opportunities to really like blow you away <laughs> with the acting, right? Yeah. Um, but overall, I think I think like the filmmaking was still like really good, and like making it sort of like uh similar to making it making the movie about American imperialism, like inspired by like a Western that just makes sense. Right. It, like it just, it fits in so well. Like the only original, like American movie genre 
and like taking that and <laughs> making an anti-american imperialism movie with it that's pretty cool uh it's uh yeah i like it <laughs> yeah i haven't watched anything else recently though to talk about here i guess you two clearly had some fun watching some movies. I need to go back to Videodrome and just like browse around and find some stuff. They have a great collection of international films too. Yeah, you can get lost. I, I found some real hidden gems last time I went when I returned the previous movies. I got Alien and Alien versus Predator. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was Alien's gonna... a great film. I wrote a term paper on that film. Yeah, I haven't seen it in forever and I couldn't find it anywhere on streaming. So I figured I might as well. You you should yeah. look up the the chest burster puppet and how like how it worked because it's it's really cool. Yeah, I need to. I don't even know if I've seen the movie all the way through. I've definitely seen parts. Uh, maybe like caught it on TV or something. But yeah, uh, it's time. I, I I was gonna try to pick up pick out something like cooler and more like uh, more like like lesser known because like, when you go there, you want to pick out something like cool and edgy right i was like gonna watch like the original suspiria or something which is pretty popular but like it's you know some it's like a italian horror movie from like the like 70s or something right yeah uh but that's on streaming actually so is all of that director's movies are like on streaming <laughs> for free so uh i was like nah it doesn't feel worth it to rent so uh so yeah i went with alien <laughs> Not our next pick, just something I'm watching on my own. <laughs> I think it's I think it's my pick next. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm actually I, I've been wanting to watch this film and we're gonna watch the unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh boy. Oh, is that the Nick Cage one? It's the Nick Cage playing Let's himself go. in an action comedy. Hell yeah. It's it's Nick Let's Cage and go. Pedro Pascal, so Oh, I didn't know Pedro the a lot of Pedro Pascal lately with the uh, uh, last of us. What else was he in where? Oh, Mandalorian. That's what it was. I was trying to think of, there was something else he was in where it was like, Pedro Pascal is daddy with a tiny friend and it, it's the Mandalorian. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <clears throat> uh but yeah, that that is my pick for our next episode. I'm not going to say next week because God only knows when it'll come out because I've got my first wave of major assignments to do. But hooray. Uh, that well, is my next pick. We will get to it eventually. And that is the Jump Cuts promise. Yeah. <laughs> we, we jump will, Cuts guarantee. We will probably make another episode. <laughs> It is a strong possibility. <laughs> we could just stop. We could just end it here on Walker. I mean, <laughs> hell of an ending. Real. I mean, I, I think we did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> I still think note to go out on. if if we were going to abruptly end with no announcement, uh, I think we sh or I'm thinking of ending things would have been the, the best one. To that would have been, been a great one. one. It's too late now. Yeah. Really guess we gotta to keep it. doing it <laughs> <laughs> i guess <laughs> well well in that case folks we will see you maybe next week maybe the week after 
with the unbearable weight of massive talent. Thank you for listening. Does anybody have anything they feel the need to plug right now? No. No. All right. Uh, that was Walker. We'll see you next time. The United States government is bad. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Get their ass. The new Person Butts movie has a higher rating than Avatar on critic reviews. I thought I should share that news.